You're listening to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Mike knows like so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. And this is what the show's about, Nick. Did we ever finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends? What are the topics, Mike? What are the topics? This whole day can suck a thousand fucking dicks. Yeah, boy. Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. From Muscatine to the Silver Screen. Wait, it's a podcast? From Muscatine, Iowa to your AirPods? Here's Mike. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out to my unpaid announcer, Tony Tone Lokensoul. And my God, shout out to Dustin from None Taken. Jesus Christ. Last week he put up a photo on his Instagram of himself in a hospital bed covered in cardiac monitors. And I messaged him like, are you okay? And he got zapped by 460 volts. Now he's discharged and possibly immortal. Not sure at this point. But damn, dude, wishing Dustin a speedy recovery. And I want to start a rumor that he can now shoot lightning bolts out of his pee-pee hole. That's a fun thing. This guy fucks with lightning. Also, I have some big news soon. The show is moving, but probably not for a week or two. Stay tuned on that. Until then, I still have... The world's greatest panel. Aisha Alpha is back. The pride of Winnipeg. Take that, the crash test dummies. She has a special called All of the Parts from All Things Comedy. She's also doing my show at the Fable in Los Angeles on February 1st. Mike Carosa is back. Our sweet little baby boy Mikey. The pride of Montreal. The Dino Bravo of comedy. One of your favorites from We Didn't Get a Rose. He said he'd be late, so you gotta wait a half an hour for those hot Carosa zings. Paul Danke is back from the Drew Barrymore Show. Not Canadian, but he showed up rocking a mullet, so kind of Canadian. Liz Zagoni is back, the Jizz Zamboni herself. At this point, I'm just appropriating Canadian culture. From Bitch and Purge LA, this group was amazing. Please click follow, and without further ado, here are Aisha, Mike, Paul, and Liz. Does everybody know each other? There we go. Mm-mm. Hi. No, I'm Aisha. Oh, my God. I'm this Liz. is like a fun wedding table where no one knows each other, and <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This is an opportunity to make friendships. This is a dinner party where you're like, I liked that woman who was quirky. Yeah, that's going to be, that's what this is. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the quirky woman. I, <laughs> I like your haircut a lot. You look like a cool baseball player. That's the, that's the haircut that they're rocking these days. <laughs> do you, yeah, do any well, of you know Mike Carosa? He's coming late. He's a Canadian boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From okay. Montreal, right? But he's yeah. probably in Vancouver now or something. He's in either Toronto or Montreal. Those are two of the four cities in Canada. <laughs> Wait, what are, the, what are all four that you know? Vancouver, Ottawa. My sister used to live in oh, Ottawa. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
like it. Uh, that's it. Those are the ones. Winnipeg. <laughs> now you Winnipeg. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That's where I'm from. <laughs> okay, icebreaker question. We need an icebreaker. Favorite place, to, it's a two-parter. Favorite place to perform stand-up comedy in L.A. and then dealer's choice anywhere in America slash Canada. North America. I guess Ooh. the world. Let's go the world. Let's go fuck it. Let's go the world. So favorite place in L.A., favorite place ever, ever. I can – I think – when I did, I, and I know that Liz is a Chicago person. When I did the Green Mill, they didn't used Ooh. to do stand-up at the Green Mill in Chicago. When I got asked to do that, I was like, this is the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. So that was, that's was that got to be favorite in the world for me. I don't know about L.A., probably Microdose. That's just my favorite. I, but, yeah, those it's are my That's a good show. Okay, when you said green, because I was thinking of all the Chicago spots, and I was like, you know what, Green Mill, doing paper machete, that was my first time doing it. I got to do stand-up. I didn't have to do, like, a character or anything, and I was on the stage behind the bar. Yeah, same, same, same. And, like, everyone, it's, like, because everyone's, like, warmed up on, like, uh, you know, like, essays and, like, funny stuff, and they laugh at everything. When you do, like, regular stand-up, yeah. you just, like, murder. Yes. And everyone is paying such close attention, and it's just, like, packed, like, shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. And I can't think of her name, the, like, the bartender woman who goes around and, like, shushes people if yeah, they yeah, talk yeah. during anyone's yeah. performance. It's, like, yeah. I've never felt cooler. And then... It's the coolest <laughs> bar in, that I've ever been to. It's, like, yeah. this is Al Capone's favorite bar. It's, like, cool. Can I do stand-up comedy here? This thing that doesn't Wait, belong here at all? You're performing behind the bar, like the there's, bartender's in front of you. There's two stages. There's two stages. The class, the the first, the original oh. stage is behind the bar. That's fun. And there's like, that's where Nate Craig just did his special. I'm so jealous of it. And then there's like a where the band plays. It looks cooler, but it's like you want to do the stand up against a wall. You want to yeah. do the stand up oh. set, and like. It's one of those things where you tell your joke and you just kind of mug afterwards and it's just like people are losing their minds like in the middle of a <laughs> in the middle of the day. Yeah, like 3 p.m. on a Saturday. What? Yeah, you got to do the show. I'm telling you like you got to What's you, it called? What's the place called? Paper Machete is the name of the show. Oh, Paper Machete. Okay. And then the Green Mill is the name of the bar. Okay. Trust me on that one. That one is like a little like stand up is hard. The industry sucks. If you go to Chicago, you get to do that show and you're like, you know what? I fucking deserve that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> For all the bad ones. Let's see. Aisha, do you have what did you name did you name favorite LA Liz or no? I did not, but I feel like I haven't gotten up enough places in LA where I like have a favorite like I like Glendale Room. Hell I think that's yeah. a good like a cute little space. You have like 20 people in there and you're like, yeah. oh, this is intimate and fun. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, at the moment, that's probably my favorite LA spot. I'll have to have you on a Friday again. Yes. <laughs> Danky, how about you? Oh, man, it's so, that's so tough. I have a bunch of favorite places in LA. I guess uh, it was. It was the UCB Franklin. I can't say that now because it's now it's been co-opted by corporations. It's hard to <laughs> tell if the vibe is still the same. <laughs> but the room is tight. And uh, another place that we used to do shows at all the time back in the day 
say, but I don't think people really do anymore. It's the Three Clubs, <gasps> which is a really oh. tiny venue on Vine. Love that spot. I haven't done. You know I haven't spot? done. I haven't done Three Clubs in like fifteen years, but they used to do like Montreal showcases there. It's such a cool vibe. I went there first yeah. for my birthday one year and saw like all these musicians who are backups to like Stevie Wonder and all these people, like different groups. And then whenever they're all in town, they do a show. And I lost, I was like, if this is a cult, I will join. Absolutely. It was such a cool spot and such yeah. cool music. And then I did comedy there and it's so fun because they have the two separated kind of, yeah, yeah, areas. I mm-hmm. follow, yeah, the the separated bar from the back area is like such a like uh, Midwestern yeah. thing that I love for, for performances. I followed Lunell there. And I had that oh, moment where brother. I just moved to LA and I was like, oh, that she's not really a, a Borat prostitute. Like, I'm like that naive when I moved here. <laughs> I didn't get that that was like an actress. I thought oh it was just a really God. charismatic sex worker. Oh my gosh. I love her so much. Aisha, where's your favorite in LA? I mean, I kind of, I'm like, right now I'm like in love with performing here but I think because it's during the pandemic it was really you know there was no you couldn't perform live and also I've been pregnant or on bed rest or pregnant or had a baby attached to my boob for the last like 75 years so I'm just super excited to be out again I have a lot of babies I'm very old um she delivered but... a litter of puppies everybody yeah, was like 10 at one point. Uh, <laughs> I have 17 nipples though so it's okay um <laughs> But Canada's crazy. I just kept adding nipples. It's free. <laughs> but I must say, I think that it always, I love, love, love the lab at the improv. Yeah. Um, because it's such a small venue, but I, the first place I ever performed here because I was brought down for the NBC's like diversity show was the improv. So I kind of feel like Melrose. Yes. Feels- like you know chicken noodle soup for the soul of stand-up for me even though it's a club club when i moved here the improv was the cool club and the comedy store was the lame one it's cyclical like that yeah Yeah. do you remember that danky yeah you have to oh yeah yeah when i first moved here i would go to the comedy store over mic and it was like legitimately scary and like (laughs) i was like me as a person doesn't belong here i don't i'm not this type of edgy it was like, it was too real for me. And I loved, uh, I thought the improv was just amazing. But, they, you know, the lab was even wilder back in the day. It was, but now it looks really cool. And uh, I, I, I like them both. Yeah. They're both cool. They've done, it went from, when I lived, when I moved here, it was just a storage room. Then it was one way with the stage was like on the back wall. And then they shifted it and I didn't like it as much. But I, I don't know what it is now, to be honest. When you walk in, there's a curtain and then the stage is on the left. Okay, it yep. was a, it was shifted like whatever degrees. I'm not a math nerd, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ninety up degrees. Protractor and tries to do. <laughs> yeah. Did he, did ever did Danky and I should say favorite in the world? Let's hear this one. Ooh, favorite in the world is I think it's a bit of a big fat tie for me, and they're very different places. Okay. So one, a hundred percent, my heart and soul belongs to Winnipeg. And my home club there, Rumors Comedy Club, is, like, one of the best clubs. And, like, even when you talk to other comedians who, like, perform all over the place, like, 
it's always, always busy. Monday night, Tuesday night, they have shows from like, I think Tuesday to, to Friday or Monday to Friday. And it's always busy because it's like cold 17 months of the year. And so they're like, they just want to come inside and have a good laugh. So that's yeah. like my, that's gotta be. How many on there. clubs but are also, there? How many clubs do they have in the city? We have one? one. We only have one of everything. It's Winnipeg. We have literally, <laughs> we have one police officer and we have one comedy club. It's like, um, it's like Joshua Tree. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. I don't know what people say, but Winnipeg's exactly like Joshua Tree. The Joshua Tree of Canada. Yeah. Um, but I performed in South Africa at the the Cape Town Comedy Club, and wow. if you get a chance, it's like it's a great club and it's big, and the owner is a comedian. It's like you know one of those things, but it's also like in one of the most beautiful areas in the world. Like it's like on the water in Cape Town by the ports where all like the fancy hotels are and stuff. And it's just like beautiful. The comedians are awesome. And like the club owner, one of the shows, I did like a bunch of shows there and one of them just wasn't good. And he like the first thing he did was just come and bring me a shot of tequila. And I was like, you get it, man. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) yeah. Um, Yeah, those are my things. Danky, what about you? Savage Henry? I picture you at a Savage Henry situation. I was going to say, like, I've had so, I mean, that's the place I've had the most fun at, for sure, up in Humboldt County. And, the, you know, I always say uh, I, I really like a venue if it feels haunted. If if it doesn't feel like someone has killed themselves because of despair there or because it's so old that it's got a fucking body count, it's probably not that good. And that place even though it's a new comedy club has been around as like a rock venue for a long time. And it's just got skeletons for sure. And um, it, it just creates good, wild energy. Where is that? I love it. Northern. It's up in Humboldt County. Yeah. In, uh, Eureka, California. Ah. It's where your weed comes from. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. I, I, Joanne Schindlerly was on this and I think that uh, she, she canceled, but she was, uh, I think is on the new season of uh, Night Court, I want to say. So I wasn't, I, I had this question written down and then I scrapped it. And now Joanne is gone, so I can ask it. What's deader as a format, sitcoms <laughs> or talk shows? Talk shows. Talk shows, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think talk shows. I feel like sitcoms, like... The old school, like sitcoms have like shifted into not being sitcoms anymore now that like the format, you know, you don't have to be like commercial breaks and all this stuff. It feels yeah. like it's kind of moved into a different zone. It's not like the 90s laugh track stuff anymore, but sitcoms haven't, or not, but talk shows are kind of just the same. Yeah. Like they have evolved. Mm-hmm. It feels nuts that it's the same thing as like the 50s or like before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the only thing that hasn't changed really from that era. Like nothing else is promoted in the same way, but they still use it as the same promotional vehicle. And it's sort of like irrelevant. You know, it's not opening. It's not going to help open anything. I've never heard of a comedian go on a a talk show and be like, and then, you know, that shit doesn't happen anymore. So it's like, I also feel like no. I'll see clips on Instagram and it's like, oh, so-and-so was on like the Drew Barrymore show. And I'm like, Drew Barrymore has a show? Danky. Like I was on what? it too, on the um the comedy. <laughs> you were on it? Maybe. No, but literally. Maybe Liz, maybe you're the only one who wasn't on it on this. <laughs> I was not on it. <laughs> no, but it I would never be on that Nepo Babies show. <laughs> it was 
a hers is even a daytime talk show, which is like yeah. it feels insane. It feels insane. I mean, that was the whole process of that was insane because you even recorded it at your own house. So they that sent was, you like a kit and you set it up in your house yeah. and like communicated yeah. with the directors <laughs> on like it was so involved. It. I couldn't set it up myself. I was super pregnant at the time and I had to like have someone come to my house because I tried to set it up and the thing snapped down and I kid you not, hit me in the belly and I was like, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> like, I was like, I'm not going to no. lose a baby for comedy. It was like so involved. It was hilarious. I mean, there's a lot of TV shows where it's just as fake that, I mean, that yeah. you might as well set it. Being on a TV in your house sounds more ideal than some of these things, I guess. <laughs> well, it's just like, you know, you know, stand-up comedy is always the hardest when it's for industry people. Yes. And when you're performing for two industry people oh, via Zoom no. in your living room, no. it's like there isn't enough magic in this moment to create good comedy. <laughs> Therefore, how will this be enjoyable and how is this? gonna help me in any way you know and then they had to add laughter because exactly like you said you were literally just in a room by yourself and that they had to be like add laughter but then the funny thing i found was they added laughter in places where i was like that's not the joke <laughs> I was like, wait a minute you know it was really it was really interesting to see like where they thought like the punchlines were that um, editors need to prove they have senses of humor i did <laughs> a spot and comedy central cut a punchline out so it's just a premise and the whole fucking point of it got cut out i was like i just look insane now <laughs> hilarious there's like a little switcheroo that i didn't get to do in the thing yeah anyway well it's, i i felt like i looked genuinely insane in this drew barrymore clip it, it came off so <laughs> weird and it's sort of like it's only funny I love it. I use it as a credit all the time because it's a funny credit. Yeah. Not because it's <laughs> impressive. It's just like, what? And I, I like to go up with people confused. But what? you know what? I must say this. Whenever I go to a show and someone's like, okay, what are your credits? I'm always like, oh, um, um, and it would be easier if I could just be like the late, late show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because everybody mm -hmm. knows what it is. Everybody like, like the Drew Barrymore show, people might be like, "She has the show? What? That's weird." But like, people know who she is at yeah, least. Everyone knows. Like, who I sometimes Drew Barrymore I tell my TV credit, and people are like, "What's it? What is it? Where? Is, what?" And I'm like, I, "Just say nothing. I don't know. I got nothing." Like, <laughs> do you good. think audience yeah. members? I I had this debate on Friday at the Glendale room because somebody I was like, "What do you want me to say about you?" And somebody who I who I just met said, "Say something from the heart," and I was like, "That's not." <laughs> Uh, but like, <laughs> I, do you think the audience goes, Oh, like they want, I think that the audience in LA wants to think that they're seeing something cool. I think I like, I don't know what they want to, to hear like that. They're seeing, they want to see somebody famous, right. Or somebody who's going to be, I don't know what they want. I feel like, and I think it's different in Chicago because in Chicago, like I would host a decent amount at the laugh factory and I'd be like, do you want me to say anything when I bring you up and people be like, nah, whatever. But the people who had something to say, they're like, yeah, you can say that I was on this show and it's coming out on this streaming platform and blah, blah, blah. And I feel like audiences in Chicago, they just want to laugh, have a good time. And when you have so many credits that you're going up with, people are disappointed. It's like, yeah, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like that was nothing special. 
I in Chicago, I almost felt like when I was a comic in Chicago, if somebody from L.A. or New York came in with credits, we were all like, let's fucking see this. You know, like we yeah, right. took it right, as like, right. a, what do you like? You think you're better yeah. than us? It's like, like, oh, you're on a TV show. Yeah. You better be hilarious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. everybody there is 22 and hungry. And so it's like, you know, they're like, like literally hungry or hungry for success. <laughs> they're drunk, <laughs> literally, dr- literally drunk and probably going to be hungry later. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. By the no, way, I think that audiences in L.A. need you to have been some. I, I really think it here. They the audience really does crave celebrity. The, the problem here is everyone in L.A. thinks that they're famous or thinks that they've got <laughs> shit going on. Yeah. So if you don't, they're like, why the fuck am I watching you? Dude, yeah. and that's that's such truly a that. you have to. When I first moved here, people would be like, what's new with you? And I'd be like, nothing, because that's what I say in life when someone's like, what's going on with you? I'm like, nothing much like people here look like literally disgusted with you. If you say you have nothing going on, you have to be like, I got this project. I yeah. got this big meeting. <laughs> yeah. Like you have to fucking be a douche and where people are disappointed. So just still. Uh... I remember meeting a comedian who I did a college show and he, <clears throat> he was in college. He was like in his early twenties, but he was like, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so, when he came up to me, he like shook my head and he was like, so excited to meet you. I'm going to be moving to LA and all this stuff. I was like, Oh cool. Like hit me up. Maybe we can like go to shows or something. And he was like, yeah, yeah, here's my card. And I was like, oh, okay. And like, I come from a, a world where like everyone used to give cards. So for me, that part even wasn't the weird part, but I was like, okay, cool, I'll look you up. And then like, I looked him up and his card said, hilarious Darius. And he has, and so already mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And he has since, he has since started doing comedy. But when I looked him up at the time, he had not done stand up. He, he was the singer of Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> <laughs> if your name is Darius and you do stand up, it has to say hilarious Darius. It was so weird. Yeah. Like, he's legit like never stepped on stage, but he had cards, he had a website, he had like all this like coming soon sort of stuff. And I asked him, he's like, Yeah, no, I haven't started, but I'm like, I'm gonna. And I just remember being like, this is so bizarre that like you would have all of this and like have never done anything. That's, but that's, I feel like that's part of it. That's right? a type of guy though. There's a type of guy yeah. that just yeah. wants to Photoshop his own face on flyers. It's a, it's always a guy. <laughs> yeah. There was a, I started out with this dude. I don't remember his name, but he was this, he was a young guy that looked old, you know, like old face, you know, he, just, <laughs> he was never cool in his whole life. And he was like, yeah, you got to spend just as much time on the business as you do on writing jokes. And I was like, all of us here need to just be writing jokes. We're at an open mic at 430 in the afternoon. This is joke writing time. And I and I think about I thought about this guy the other day and I was like, I haven't seen him in 15 years. Well, there you go. That was all the answer I needed. I was like, I yeah. did put my time. Right Maybe on. he went into business. <laughs> like no, that guy's like to be my manager. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's focusing just as much on business. Uh, okay, so next thing is I I saw that Stephen A. Smith, Stephen A. Smith is this kind of shock jock sports guy on ESPN. He had to apologize this week because he was talking about Rihanna doing the Super Bowl, and he said, "Rihanna, I'll tell you one thing: she ain't Beyonce." 
and the whole world was like, fuck you to <laughs> Stephen A. Smith, who they already wow. hate. A lot of people hate him. So I'm going to put it to you guys. Who is better in your head? Oof. Yeah, I'm doing it. <laughs> Beyonce or Rihanna. <laughs> As a black woman, I typically the fifth. Thank you. Bye bye. There, there. Yeah. I, I want to chime in with. I, my, I do believe it's actually Rihanna. Oh, Rihanna. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think she pronounces it Rihanna. I mean, every now I and then I'll get Rihanna. hit with a with a. It's Denzel, and I'll be like, "Fuck me." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or it's a what is it? What did Adele say her name was? I was like, "It's a do or something like." <laughs> It's who That's tough. I, I, I've never got to see Rihanna in person. I've seen Beyonce in person, and all I can say is you can't get better than Beyonce. I'm not gonna put Rihanna well, lower than Beyonce. But you can't get better. You can't get better. The ceiling has a name. Good as and her name <laughs> is Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Liz? Uh, yeah, that's tough. I feel like overall as a everything, Beyonce is like untouchable. But I feel like Rihanna, like from my personal preference, I like more of Rihanna's music. Mm. And, and Aisha's, Aisha's not going to do you it. Rem- last time I was on, <laughs> yes. last time I was on, uh, the Rihanna song won the. Uh, it did, the yes. Tournament. Which one was it? It was. Uh, I, it was. We fell in love in a hopeless place. Yes, 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 yes. Rihanna, we found love. Yes, I looked it up. She's won. Uh-huh. She's won Great also song. for Umbrella. She's won song tournament. Beyonce some- has won for single they, ladies. Single ladies won. They both have big time hits. I mean, I think actually I was on the one where single ladies won. Maybe I I would I mean awesome. single ladies won and you've been on so I that that, that, <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah, no one's gonna fact, <laughs> no one's gonna fact check this. That so, sounds right. The Venn diagram works out in your favor. <laughs> I think that like I would have to agree that Paul that there you no you can't say anyone's better than Beyonce, and like it's like comparing like two skyscrapers, like they're both amazing. They might have different elevator systems or whatever, and like but like Beyonce yeah. like there's so many hits. She's like. One of my friends said, Beyonce is not a person. Beyonce is a feeling. Like, and I kind of, (laughs) but also I must say, Rihanna, Rihanna, Riri, our girl, like, where was she for the last who knows how long? And then she came out and she did the Super Bowl. Like, all she has to do is be like, I won't go on again. And they're like, okay. Like, she's just that level of like, (laughs) good. Right. So they're both, it's like, um, yeah. She was, where has she been? Um, Dominating the shapewear business. Thank you. And the makeup right. wear business, and the like. She's she's a conglomerate right. in herself, mm-hmm. and then she had a human, and yes. So, but they're both yeah. So it looks like but... all three of you are saying Beyonce number one. What? <laughs> Let me say uh, the funniest, one of the funniest concert viewing experiences I've ever I've ever had or will ever have came at the hands of Beyonce, and I have to thank her eternally for one of the funniest moments of my life, which was. Going to the On the Run 2 tour. It's her and, her and Jay. They're doing their thing. It sort of like walks you through their story. They're, you know, he's doing 
pimping young shit and then they come together in a relationship and then the, the fraction we know what happened we know what happened in an elevator. and then the split the the cheat on you shit and watching watching the couples there go from fully enjoying remnant like feeling young again going through the <laughs> i'm young experience again part of the thing and then getting to the to the cheat on the cheating on shit to watch oh man you're good to watch the, the <laughs> physicality of countless men change on a fucking dime was one of the funniest things I, i'll ever like, see what did they life. do Just body they, language like, apologetic or what were they <laughs> it was like suddenly stoic suddenly like you know looking off and like with your maybe your arms around your girl or maybe your next to her kind of like kind of feeling it but like just like no joy i'm not exuding any joy i'm not bringing any attention to myself maybe yeah. we had something happen and we're going through it but i don't want to deal with it right now with this concert yeah. it was beautiful <laughs> it was so beautiful rihanna could do that if she wanted to though, I think. she could mm-hmm. she really could most of her first like 10 big hits uh, the chorus was just noises, which I like about her as well. <laughs> Ella, Ella, Ella. <laughs> bom, bom, eh, eh, dom, eh. bom. Yeah, just uh, noises. That was fun. Um, okay, so my good. favorite political story of the past decade is happening right now. This is part two. Last week we had George Santos. George Santos. Oh, Liz. Okay, you're not going to know George Santos. I don't know anything about politics. Okay, you do you enjoy a good liar? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this guy got elected to Congress in New York, and they were like, man, um, I think that this thing is made up about him uh, That after he got elected, and they checked. Everything he said about his background, everything he said about his history is fucking just a lie. Wait. You know what? I've seen tweets about this guy. Yeah, and yeah. Then, okay. For sure. So, like, he said his mom died in 9-11. Yeah, and, and she died in 2016. Like, Okay, and there, she was, was not like, even in New York on nine eleven. Yeah, and he was like, like a dra- he, there's like pictures of him in drag, and he's like, I was just having fun at a festival. Yes, so right? this is, is so. Okay. Well, first he said he was gay, and then they're like, you're married to a woman, and he was like, but I'm gay, and they're like, uh, I don't, I think you lie about a lot of stuff, dude. And he's like, I was, I was in Ukraine or whatever the fuck he was saying. Like, so this week they've discovered. Right. A bunch of more fun stuff from him oh, yeah. because he was updating his own Wikipedia page in 2011. <laughs> and so BuzzFeed. Oh, yeah. I mean, the drag queen thing is whatever to me. Like, I don't give a shit if you did that. Uh, I think it's funny that it's on top of a bunch of lies. Here's the part that I love. The Wikipedia page also has he tried to claim that he was on the show Hannah Montana. What? Oh. Why? <laughs> what? I mean, it was a hit. Okay, I'm, sure. I'm letting Mike Carosa in right as this happens. He's not going to know this either. Oh, but... my gosh. <laughs> so, say hi to Mikey. Hello, <laughs> Mikey. Uh, Hello. Mike Carosa, what do you know about George Santos? Oh, shit. Uh... The, uh, is he a drag queen now? Like, yes, yes, yes. That's the right. That's right. There's some, this guy is crazy. Every day there's something new about this guy that keeps happening. And I'm just like, 
what am I supposed to do with this information? <laughs> so he, <laughs> so the, they found it on his Wikipedia page that he was a drag queen named Katara. Uh, the account also, it says, so this is reading from Buzzfeed. The account also makes a series of fanciful claims, each one laden with spelling errors, including that he'd been discovered by a Hollywood producer known for producing Independence Day by Steven Spielberg. The 1996 movie Independence Day was directed by Roland Emmerich, not Steven Spielberg. <laughs> he then claimed to have appeared on Hannah Montana, which he spelled <laughs> wrong. And then he said he was on The Sweet Life or of Zack and Cody. All this? Yeah. Or somebody claimed this. Didn't this he is also what he claim said that it. his mom died in 9-11? Yeah, we yeah. were talking about that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This seems like the more I hear about it, the more I'm like, this is a killer grift. Like this is, you know, yeah. it went it went from being like this guy's a mess and he's about to fuck up the whole country to being like, I don't know, man. He he's he's onto something. This is hilarious. Maybe he's like the this Andy Kaufman of like like this, he's gonna after all this. He's going to come out with a special that's going to just blow our minds and we'll all be like, we, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. it'll be the special yes. I wanted from that lip syncing Trump lady. What's her name again? Sarah something. Oh, remember. yeah. Oh, I don't know. Wait, Sarah Cooper. Exactly. Cooper. 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 That's the one you try yeah. watching that because I did. And it, it was fun to see some friends in it. But man, oh, get that know. check. Shots fired by Carosa right away. I like but it. I'm. Look, I'm critical. Also, hi, everybody. Nice to see you, everybody. Hi. Hello. Hi, Liz. I'm Mike. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. The, okay, so on the Wikipedia, it also, he says that he was in a 2009 movie called The Invasion, starting, starting Uma Thurman, Chris O'Donnell, <laughs> Melissa George, and Alicia Silverstone, two words. Uh, the sci-fi movie <laughs> The Invasion was released in 2007 and starred Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig. Uma Thurman, Chris O'Donnell, Melissa George, and Alicia Silverstone did not appear. This dude's playing Mad Libs with the world, baby. <laughs> Maybe he was in a different movie starring all those people. I mean, and we're just trying I mean, to, you know, we're the, we're the ones who are wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess so. I just, it's, isn't this the guy that, like, Casted a vote for particularly racist policy and like flashed a white power symbol. And was that real? I thought so. Somebody, Look, man, I'm in Canada. I'm all low stakes on this. I don't have my green card yet. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think it's okay. Not... I think it's okay to say bad stuff. You can about. marry George Santos and um... yeah. <laughs> I yeah, think this is your best he's move. A Brazilian green card uh, situation. <laughs> he made it into Congress. I don't know, man. Yeah. At least make it lax for immigrants, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. do something for everybody. This is your best. This is your best move. Is uh, first first uh, man of New York uh, marrying George Santos. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I mean. Let this be a lesson to all of us. Just start lying now and don't stop. It will take them so long before anyone gives a shit enough to call you out on it. Lie until you die, baby. (laughs) Hilarious Darius for life, baby. (laughs) Let them talk in the group chat. They're not going to publish an article. You know, let them know that you're lying. At what Someone's point do you almost start? Them. At what point do you start to respect it more than you do roll your eyes at it? When he was like, "I've I've been to the moon," like I I want to know like how uh, far he has to go. I'll say I well, started respecting it when the drag queen thing came up, and his response was, "I'm not a drag queen. I had a fun night on uh, at a festival." <laughs> I was like, you know what? He he's right. Yeah, he did have a fun night at a festival. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's not wrong. Yeah, I, I uh, like fun. 
fun. That one is the most who cares out of all of them, though. Like, I mean, entirely, entirely. Yeah. I'm still on the flashing a white power symbol thing. That seems uh, worse actually. to me than having fun <laughs> at a fucking festival. The mom yeah, dying on in 9-11. I'm like, mom dying in 9-11. Those are the kinds of lives where you're like, like, people are going to figure it out. We're like, all you have to do is follow you on Mother's Day and see where you go. Like a cemetery <laughs> or a house, you know? Like, that's not a hard one to, like... And, and you know, know what? If you get to the cemetery, you can still see the date is, like, June 7th. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> they kept her on ice. It wasn't, they weren't immediately fatal injuries. <laughs> she clung Here lies Georgina Santos. Definitely didn't die in 9-11. That's the worst <laughs> headstone I've ever read. <laughs> you say they weren't immediate. The injuries weren't immediately fatal. No, she <laughs> fell. She fell slower. She got a hangnail, but that got infected. And then over 15 years, it killed. And it was really oh. rough. Still attributed, though. Yeah. Unbelievable. <sighs> that's insane that's so funny okay for, but right before we do song tournament i'm gonna play a game i'm gonna play oh. deadpool for 2023 and then you have to tell me so you tell me what famous old person is going to die in 2023 oh, that's what you mean. oh okay and, i was like i never saw that movie <laughs> you have to say a compliment about tj miller no you have to um <laughs> really good crowd work anyway uh you have to say who's gonna die in 2023 and then you have to tell me which comedian who's not currently blown up is going to blow up by the end of the year i'll call it deadpool alive pool this is the, this is my game. Dead or alive? Pool. Besides, wow. besides the five of us, obviously. I mean, wait for the dead for the alive. That would be very harsh if someone's like Mike Carosa. Mike Carosa. Yeah. He will he will I'm blow up it. both literally and figuratively. <laughs> I'm dangerous. <laughs> okay, I'll go. Let's see. Who's a fun somebody who. I'll go Keith Richards in 2023. I'll say that one. Oh yeah, definitely. And no, then I'll s- let me think of who I who is gonna blow up. Uh, you somebody else go. Let me. Uh, let's. Okay. I'll, okay. I'll give you my old. I'll give you my old person. I think Clint Eastwood because he's Clint Eastwood. 92 years yeah. old. There you go. He's 92. What? I Google yeah. old celebrities. <laughs> you know what? That's a good call. A good I was just over here <laughs> raw dogging my brain. With the Keanu Reeves is on here at like 58. I don't think that should be as old celebrities. Yeah, Gwen Stefani, yeah. 53. I like every every day the LA Times is like LeBron James scores 37 points, which is crazy because he's 38. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like mm, okay. he's only uh, I just saw one that I know. I know what I I know for sure. This one is yeah. Oh man, Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Is he alive? Mm. He's alive. He's alive, and he's he's one of those alive's where we're like, man, it, like, God, I I would. He's so. It's so sad what happens to him. Like, Any, he, anybody want to go with the big one? Anybody want to say the big the big one? Trump. What? Yeah. <laughs> Who's, Who? Trump. Who? Who? want to go Donald J. Oh. Trump? Anybody want to go? Wow. I'll say that. I'll put that out into the world. <laughs> Yeah, dude. The day he had COVID, the day he had COVID was one of the greatest days of all time. I mean, I'll say, I'll look at this. I'll tell you this. 
uh, the Deadpool isn't necessarily people we hope die, but I'll go ahead and say Tony Bennett is who I think will die. Yeah. Trump is who I hope. I hope he dies. I don't hope he dies. I don't hope he dies. You know why? Because why? he's going to be glorified. Yeah. We, need, be we need him to talk himself into a worse place. You're right. What if he? What if he dies like humiliatingly? <laughs> like, <laughs> like shits himself in public. What if he shits says, himself to I death? Another, I need another two grand from everybody here. I over, <laughs> I underestimated the amount it would cost to do this rally here. Everybody can't leave until. Oh, holy! Wait a second! I got a fart into the microphone. <laughs> dies. He shits himself to death while masturbating to something embarrassing. <laughs> In front of everybody at a rally, and yeah. it starts off being like, "Yeah, you can do this. You're our hero." And then it becomes like, "What have I done with my life?" You yes. Where bring out Q? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I hope I hope it's a helicopter crash, like his helicopter. You know, put to get like what, I, what it would be the worst case scenario would be for COVID to kill him. Honestly, yeah, because yeah. then it would be like the yeah, conspiracy snakes yeah. would never stop his thing. It'd be horrible. Yeah, but you know who I think is gonna die? A helicopter die. A helicopter crash. But the black box reveals that it's like him going, "No, no, let me try. I want to do it." Of course, <laughs> of course. You're pushing of all the course. wrong buttons. He's like, I've I've seen these go. What am I supposed to do? I just hold the stick. I've seen these go. <laughs> not very eloquent. <laughs> okay, who wait, Aisha, did you have a who's gonna die? Okay, so I was gonna say, <clears throat> like like you, Mike, I was like, someone I don't want to die, but I'm worried about their health is Tina Turner. Oh right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Cancer. And up she's there, getting yeah. up there. But I, I, I've sort of, I kind of feel worried for Tom Cruise because he's doing all these stunts. Mm. Oh right, yeah. yeah. And I'm kind of feeling like it's gonna, he's gonna die in one of these stunts, like in the next film he's making. Maverick but he would too. probably be happy about it because it really it's like, could happen. He died doing yeah. what he loved, and he gets to like, I don't know, be in his alien planet or whatever for Scientology and stuff. But I feel like he Liz I, again. Liz, you're gonna have oh. people going through your trash again. What? What happened? She asked who Miss Cavage was last time, and I was like, <laughs> "We're like, where's, where's Miss, where's?" Oh my god, that's so funny. Anyway, well, I, I know who Tom Cruise is. I'm familiar with his work. <laughs> I was gonna do a bit where I pretended that I he Scientology. I did not know. Okay. I was gonna Sorry. do a bit about how he couldn't die because he was clear. That's what we talk about at church. But I have stepped on my own bit by saying that. Uh-huh. The thing about Mrs. Miscavige. <laughs> so you won't believe that I'm a Scientologist for the bit. Thank you. Were you about to say something before I took over the the helicopter thing? I I, just, oh, I couldn't I help myself. Say, I was gonna say it's gonna be really sad and absolutely could happen. Is I think Dick Van Dyke isn't gonna be around much longer. It's amazing he he is. He's still alive? alive? Oh my gosh. How old is he? Man, he's going to love listening to this podcast and realizing we don't know he's alive. (laughs) Are you kidding? He's at a dance class right now. He's he's got more steps in than the fucking five of us combined today. 97? Oh yeah, didn't he just put out a video with his like new wife? Molly. Molly. And they, they were dancing, and he, yeah, I think I remember saying that. I and I thought he was dead then too. Is Julie Andrews alive? <laughs> Julie no. Andrews, it's alive. I think so. I think so. I think so. There's an easy solution. We can just look. 
She is alive. Oh, I, this is not who I thought Julie Andrews was. Never mind. Harry Poppins. I was thinking about that. Uh. No, I was thinking about that chef that Julie. Uh, Julie. Julia Child. Julia That's Child is child. dead. He's dead. She's, She's not alive. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah. also the Julia. Five. Also the Julia of Julia Julia or whatever. Julie. They're, they're both Julie dead. Julia. Yeah, they're both dead. From the show. Yeah. Or the movie or whatever. The woman played by. God damn it! Uh, Amy Adams is also deceased. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, I was yeah. about to be like, no, she's so she alive. Just died. Dude. Yeah, she just died. What? Amy Adams? No, 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 no. The woman made it. <laughs> Comedy <laughs> podcast. We're doing it big. Everybody. Amy Adams is alive and well, everybody. Oh, the lady who played Julia Childs in the movie with Amy Adams. Yeah, but then correct? again, I made a joke okay. about Tim Allen masturbating on stage uh, last week, and, and it turns out and, that. Yeah, that that story came out today. Game? Yeah, Pamela Anderson. Oh, I saw that. Pamela Anderson. He masturbated on stage. No, no, he flashed <laughs> he Pamela flashed, Anderson. Yeah, on an episode of Home Improvement, he was wearing a robe that, like, in in their trailer or whatever, and he flashed her, and he was like, "Ah, uh, I've seen you naked. I thought it was only fair that I should you should." Uh, have, uh. He said, uh, "Tool time," and then showed his wiener to her. Yeah, yeah. Uh. he's like, I'm kidding. Anyway, it's good to be out of jail for like the two minutes I was there. Man, Tim Allen sucks. Okay, I want to end today by doing song tournament. I'm changing the subject. No, no, the alive thing. We got to talk about who's gonna blow. Oh, the blow up thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This. That's the turnaround from what just happened. (laughs) We need to climb out before we can move on. Look at Danky. Danky's moving, like I said. Rihanna or Beyonce? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I I tell I told this one to Mike Carroza the other day, but I was like, Mm -hmm. I. I think Skylar Higley and I think Ali Drapos. They're both Chicagoans. I'm very high up on both of them. And yeah. Yeah. And I always say Max Beasley, and I'm always uh, surprised when uh, it's not Max Beasley, quite frankly. But yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I myself. Just full on punch your microphone. <laughs> <Bam>. <laughs> if you get the video, of course you got the video. Of that yeah, yeah. you're gonna have to show everybody. I I agree with Skylar Higley. The dude's a star. I agree, um, but I don't want to just say what you said. So I'm gonna go ahead and say I think Andrew Arolfo might have a good okay. year. Yeah, I think he's he's on the come up. But I also believe in my sweet boy Chris Mejia. He's been doing good work, and he's been hustling and. I think I think if he leaves Seattle a little bit more often, uh, he's gonna find himself at a little festival in my hometown. Look at and, you! Uh, yeah, that's a good one. A I like Chris Mejia. I like that answer. Yeah, host of We Didn't Get a Rose podcast. Uh, yeah, notably. Uh, yeah, <laughs> coming back, coming back tomorrow. Actually, <laughs> oh my god, there's a. Yeah. You've talked about this with people from my hometown, but this is how yeah, old this is how old I feel this week. There's a woman on the new season of The Bachelor who I'm rooting for because I went to high school with her mom. (gasps) (laughs) The elderly Mike Bridenstine. And her mom was two grades younger than me. I can't believe they have a seven-year-old on The Bachelor. (laughs) I mean, in fairness, it was a teenage mom, but still. I'm I'm looking at the chat right now to find out who, who it is again. Mercedes. Mercedes, yeah. She lives in Nashville. Yeah. I love that name. There we go. She's, um, okay. she's beautiful. My 
my alive pool. Yes. Yes. Give it is, to us. Um, <clears throat> there's so many good comedians. And this feels very strange to say because it feels like somehow I have, like we have any authority, like this is who I pick out of. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I will just say um, Mike Green out of Winnipeg. Mike Green. Yeah. On, on your show right out this Yes, week. yes. He is one of the funniest people that I know. He's so funny. Yeah, he's so funny. And he's like, as a human being, he's like amazing and hilarious, but he's like a hustler in a good way. Like he, like I'll talk to him and he's like, oh, I can't talk. I'm just with a traveling farm show at like uh, some county fairs. And I'm like doing pig wrangling. And you're like, what? And he's like, "Ah, I got shows tomorrow. I'll be back in time. Like he's just like all over the place in like a great way. But he's just like, he's so funny. He just did Just for Laughs uh, for New Face Canada. And he's he's unbelievably funny. Um, But, uh, you know, kind of unknown here. So I, ho- I I hope anyway I hope that he he blows up and explodes all over our beautiful faces. I'm betting on myself. I think this is my year. Oh, yeah. All right, I get twenty years. I like it. My my manager still submitting me for for uh, new faces. So I feel like uh, <laughs> if, if ever there's been a year, uh, it's it's got. Didn't like Louis J. Gomez mm-hmm. and and Billy Wayne Davis get it like eighteen years into doing stand up? <laughs> they got new faces. I know that um, who, no Shang Wang did not. New Faces in like 2007 and just started getting things this year. It's very strange to me. Yeah, mm. he was on the uh, uh, Just for the Culture, formerly called The Ethnic Show here at the Just for Last. Uh, Yikes. It's called Just for the Culture now? Yeah, they changed it. Isn't that wild? <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, weird. No. weird. It's still very weird. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even weirder, really. Uh, Yeah, well, it doesn't roll off the tongue as well either. Just for the culture. It doesn't sound like a show. It sounds like a branch that you can apply for. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've been applying for a a diversity showcase, Grant. (laughs) Anybody else want to name anybody? I will. I haven't gone. I would say, um, just off the top of my head, uh, Orion Levine. I think he's so funny. I gotta look this and up. And he just got uh, new faces too, didn't he? Oh, I, think so. yeah, yeah. I re- okay. I booked him. I really like his videos. He's like a good, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like he's like got the algorithm down. Yeah. He, he always makes me like cackle, pee my pants, laugh when I see him in person. <laughs> okay. Um, and then also I think Jeff Asmus because he just like. I feel like hit like a mark. He's also got the algorithm, man. He's he really yeah. does. He's all and he's over someone else who I also like. It's like, oh, I don't want to laugh at you, but I'm laughing so hard at you. Yeah, it's like a little yeah, bit naughty. <laughs> yeah, and he just doesn't give a fuck. And it's like, no. I like Drago a lot too. I he's a guy that it was new to me. Uh, Alex Dragovich. He's like, yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he's pretty good too. Only I only say men. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm JK. You're calling yourself out. That's good, Mike. You're an ally. You're an ally. Everyone knows. Can I I actually say one more person who I think is really funny? Yes. Kristen Toomey. Kristen Toomey's great. I think she's one of the funniest people ever. Kristen Toomey's great. Yeah, she she should have more, I think. I think that... Yeah. uh, That's just... That's... There's certain people that I hold up as evidence that it's not a meritocracy, and that's oh, always yeah. a fun thing to have, you know, to make you feel like, <laughs> make me feel better. Yeah, 
that is Aisha, Mike, Paul, and Liz. There's still more show, but if you want video of this panel, if you want to see the sausage get made, if you want to see every panel since March of 2020, that's on the show's Patreon. That's for people who are not freeloading cheapskates. And thank you to all the patrons. You keep the show going. You are all good people. Patreon.com forward slash Brido. B-R-I-D-O. And thank you to everybody who has bought my album so far. It went to number one on the comedy charts on iTunes. That felt awesome. That is available on Apple Music, on Spotify, on Amazon. Title, Deezer, and at ASTRecords.com. And you can watch my special on YouTube on my channel. And hey, please do. If you want even more of me, I will be on Power Moves with Mike Burns again this week, and there's an excerpt of my book in the current issue of Chicago Mag. Link is in my link tree. You can see me do stand-up comedy every Wednesday at the Fable in Eagle Rock for a show called Microdose, and every Friday at the Glendale Room for a show called Flagship. Okay, we'll get right back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. What is the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle Podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content against each other every week to determine the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins. And at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-bars cage match to see who wins the month. Often joined by special guests, including your boy Brido, to help decide the winners tournament style these guys have fun making fun of themselves and keep their passions for film and tv alive during this podcast tony's a film nerd joel is a music geek and they aren't shy about their opinions listen to the buffer battle podcast anywhere you download your podcast i'm mike bridenstine and i have listened to none taken the ad we've been doing for like two years on Brido's show, it's all based on an inside joke on our show, but it's for listeners that haven't listened oh. to our show yet. Okay. So the joke yeah. is we always start our show with, you know, somebody as listened. a guest and yeah, and I've never listened to None Taken. And, right. and they're so, not going to get that. No, they've never got that. What an annoying <laughs> commercial. <laughs> what a waste of time. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Neither of us did. <laughs> and then the whole thing ends with these guys fuck, which was like something I said once at the end of a recording, like spastically, like impulsively. Oh, you're not supposed to say I still think anymore. that's funny. I right. like it when the girl says it. I, I, uh, hi, Victoria. This is the best. This is welcome to None Taken. This is what None Taken is like. <laughs> Wait, did we just do an ad? Is that what you're telling me? I, I think that's what I'm going to send him, and who knows? I mean, he's played that for the last two years. Why wouldn't he play this? This is more like what our show is. Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys fuck. Thank you, Dustin and Alan. I also started a rumor that Alan shoots lightning out of his asshole. Those guys fuck. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion. He doesn't really shoot it. That was... Dustin does uh, shoot it out of his, his penis. I, I think. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion of Aisha, Mike, Paul, and me. Please click follow. Song tournament exposes the weirdo. Okay, let's do song tournament. <laughs> song tournament. Song tournament. I. Yes. This one. I, this, this is, is hard. this is forty <laughs> years ago, so I picked nineteen eighty three 
This is the earliest I've ever gone. And there's songs on here that I've never heard in my life, but Uh we're going to do this anyway. I gave you the the list. I hope you didn't have to listen to it, but I, uh, it would be helpful if you did the, the number eight versus number one for 1983. Uh The number eight (laughs) song is, this is the one I'd never heard in my life. It's baby, baby come to me by Patty Austin. To me, how have you never heard this song before? Oh my goodness, you guys, know. if you listen to it, you're gonna make a baby. It's like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, not even gonna lie, I was like, what the fuck is this song? And then the chorus hit, and I was like, oh, and my hips did something I didn't know they could do. <laughs> <laughs> the song rips, it's so fucking good. Poppy, popping over there, Mike. What do you, what, what them hips do? Let me see it. Oh, they, uh, well, actually, it's it, it, what they did is they detached my legs from their sockets and then <laughs> you just had like you know, a dangle I have, leg move. I, I, have, I took the Pfizer vaccine. Am I right? Am I right, Twitter trends? <laughs> <laughs> so the it's song rules. Okay, it's baby, so come to me by Patty Austin and James Ingram. Which it, it's the chorus. Once you get to that chorus, I got to admit so it's pretty the fucking rest of good. It took a while to get there. The chorus is it took it, it, it took sure. it took a minute to get there. They made they make it's like uh, that that Phil Collins song. It takes forever before it gets to the drums. Ah, uh, but that drum, <laughs> <laughs> like it's worth iconic. It. It's worth iconic. It. it is. Yeah. yeah. So it's. Yeah. It's number eight versus number one. Every breath you take by the police, made famous <sighs> by the death of Biggie Smalls. <laughs> yes, nineteen eighty three. I'll be missing right. you by P Diddy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I that was a that horrific. Song. That was horrifying. Really hated that P Diddy version of that song. That was bad. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Biggie's death was horrifying. <laughs> you're like, no, but, the tribute. It was me. That was sad. But imagine like your manager, producer, character, then cashing in on your death with just the most cringe, right. horrible song yeah. tribute. I would Not- uh, talk about haunting. I would fucking haunt his ass forever. <laughs> I did a commercial with. P. Diddy one time and he wore Beats headphones on in his scene and the director's like, what are you doing? It was for Nike. And they're like, we can't show Beats headphones in the spot. And, and somebody goes, we'll just take it out and post. And he heard them ah. say that and he threw a shit fit and his assistant came back to the director and he goes, Mr. Combs is very upset. I've not seen him this upset since the death of Biggie. <gasps> This is real. This really happened. And but the this director is an assistant who hasn't been with him that long. <laughs> the director goes, You're comparing the death of Christopher Wallace to not letting him wear Beats headphones in this scene. And he's like, That is correct. That really that's really a thing that I saw. That's happen. insane. Yeah. I I remember that song being the whole reason that this album sold and then wasn't this the same album that It's All About the Benjamins was on? Sure. Like no Way Out? Sure. And that Victory song, but there's like 18 tracks and it's mostly filler. But don't hold that anyway, against the police. Don't hold that against the police. We will. Oh, too late. Too we late. should know when you make a song what it's going to be used for. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, a cab, but uh, <laughs> yeah. who wants to vote for Sting and the police? Oh no no! Give me a second. I need a second. Okay okay okay. I can't. I can't. We can't do like a group vote on this. Well, okay. Anybody anybody leaning police that wants to make an argument for police. 
Anybody want to give the thin blue line? <laughs> yeah, I can't vote for anything called the police. <laughs> so I'm going for they become to me. Okay. Is, uh, I'm, I'm also on that because I forgot just how much of a stalker's anthem this fucking song is. <laughs> it is stalkerish, yeah. It's it's uh, I don't know. Just think about it in that lens, just giving the creeps. I, I know this baby come to me is such a good. The chorus is so good. It makes me forget. I hate everything about the 80s. You know, like <laughs> it makes me feel like it's like a late 70s song. You know, it, like, it basically is. It's really, I mean, yeah. it really the 70s continued on into this number eight song. That's for sure. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Danky, what yeah, are you? I'm, where I'm, are you leaning, Danks? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I'm leaning as far away from the place. As <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and Liz, clean, clean sleep for. I'll go. Yeah, I'll be. I'll go. Baby, come to me. Damn. Was not expecting that. OK, mm-hmm. baby, come to hey, me. Moves on. Hey, hey, everybody. But uh, Stuart Copeland in that band. Get fucked. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm just. Hey, I got one for each of you. There's only three guys. Ooh. Anyway. I like it. I mean, it's been a long okay. day. Okay. That's a big sound for you guys. All right. That's all right. a specific and, you joke. Know, all right. A <laughs> cab, we say. All right. Okay. The four versus five. Down under, men at work. This song, this song is hilarious. It's so silly. It's so much. Did they do different songs for different countries? Like, this is the Aussie version. Then they're just like. Like, they just did songs about people from different countries. That was just okay. <laughs> this is where Sir yeah. John Stevens got his idea for each state. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I come from a land oh. down under. This is a Outback Steakhouse theme, I believe. Uh, <laughs> I had never heard songs. this song. What? I just wonder, is it like so inexpensive to play? Is that? <laughs> That why it gets played so much? Like, did they get paid zero? Like, there's they no royalties. No money on like why? Why, why is it? How could it be so popular for so long? I shouldn't still hear that song on the radio, and I do. Wait, you still hear and this I song? Well, what about the next Hold song? What about the next song? I mean, that's I've fun. never heard this song. Okay, go ahead, Brido. I'm yeah. Let's let's. I mean, the, I mean, we can still talk about Men right. at Work, but the the fact is, the number five, the song it's up against is "Beat It" by Michael Jackson. Yeah, okay. Which is played, you can just be outside and hear this in a car that drives by you any day. But if you you said to someone in any country in the world, Michael Jackson, they know exactly what you're talking about. If you say Uh, to anyone in any country, men at work, they go, what, is there construction on the street? What are we talking about? That's what. But what if you start going, I come from a land down under. (laughs) No. I swear to you, land down under. Land Down Under gets played on the radio more than Beat It does today. That's Isn't it just called quite Down a claim. Under and not it's just that called Down, Down Under. Down, Down Under. Okay, so hold on a second. First of all, let me just let me put this out here. I heard that song for the first time today. I hated every moment of it. I did not like it whatsoever. <laughs> I, I, it made me, it made me worry about the the people back then and how that song got squeezed into its top ten. And like just being like, hey, listen, top five, you know, top top five, exactly. Even more worrisome. I, mean, I can't saying, believe you've never heard it. I've never heard it, and I did not care for it That's... whatsoever. I will not. I don't think I'll ever. I I, I won't. Mike's also what thirty? Episode. Are you thir- Are you even thirty? 
I'm 31. Isn't that oh. fucking crazy? Yeah, it, it is crazy. Insane. Yeah. It's nuts. But yeah, I've never heard this song not once in my life. And today was made worse for having heard it. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> this song sucks. Anybody want to defend so Down Under as like a slapping, is a slapping good time? No, that's a punishment. That's music there punishment. Music there punishment. Okay, number yeah, five. Definitely go beat it. Because you could go up to anybody and go, <laughs> and they'll go, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're in. Yeah. They pop a hip like you popped a hip. <laughs> <laughs> well, baby comes to so me. So clean sweep for. My helicopter. <laughs> Are you slightly surprised that in 1983, Down Under by Men at Work was a bigger hit than Beat It? I feel like Beat It must have been on the chart for a long time and like made its way down at this point. Okay. You know I mean? mm-hmm. Like, this is the top that uh, Down Under I, I also, Michael had two songs on. Yeah, he on does have two songs, yeah. You know, and one of them, you know what? It's like it's like when you're voting and people are like, hey, don't, you got to vote for who you want. But also, if you do, you're going to vote for the wrong, you're going to give votes away to the wrong guy, right? When people oh, vote for Bernie. Splitting votes. Right. So, Split and vote. That's the that's the look, man. I haven't had a Pepsi till right now, and sugar's doing a lot for me. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so clean sweep for beat it, Michael Jackson. Yes. Yeah. All right, Absolutely. Michael Jackson moves on. The three versus six. <laughs> I think that this singer just passed away as well. Uh, Flash dance. What a yeah. feeling by Irene Cara. Yeah. Is everybody familiar with this? What a thing! And then you gotta do the old thing. Again, the chorus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The there is a like a fabric softener commercial where they parody yes. this, mm-hmm. and it's quite With good. The little teddy bear. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's an Asian man who does oh, like no, the. Di- wait a minute! Why did you say yes at first? <laughs> I said yes. I said oh, yes. Uh- so because they like, do yeah, have like way. a teddy bear yeah. version of it. Asian like, man. Well, you know, they get confused sometimes. <laughs> I've seen I've seen it like a stuff. I know the difference. I swear. Sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Versus. I thought this was maniac. Honestly, when I first thought of. Oh it. yeah, they are different. Sure. Wait a minute. A similar like. That's Wait. number nine, isn't it? Now that yeah, I it's... think about it, they it might have been maniac that the Asian man did. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. Versus Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. Jesus. I love this song so <laughs> much. Liz, go off. Liz, go off. Get up. Oh, I just think it's a competition. <laughs> Total eclipse of the heart. Like when you're like in the car singing it by yourself, feeling it, and you're like, I didn't even know these emotions were in here. And it's like, <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. that's my vote. Easy. Bonnie Tyler gets one. Who wants Awful to- karaoke song for that whole thunder and lightning thing at the end, but like great, beautiful song. <laughs> what is the thunder and lightning thing at the end? Isn't there like a a break, a musical break in that song where there's like thunder sound effects? Oh boy! I don't think so. Not that I can think of. Am I crazy? Am I fucked? I think you're. It crazy. Might have been in a storm, Mike, when you were listening. You know what? The power went out. There was lightning and thunder, and you're like, "This is a crazy karaoke." Are you, Are you thinking of Bohemian Rhapsody? No, no, no. I might be thinking of another song. Thunderbolts and lightning, very, very frightening thing. Galileo. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm saying yes to uh, uh, allay further embarrassment. You know what I mean? All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> Who says flash dance? I think I find this one to be possibly the most difficult head to head. I think so. Me too. 
because they're both such good epic songs and i think if either one of them were paired against a different song in this list it would be much easier okay. but they're sort of both like a seven out of ten for me you know what i mean okay so this one there one is a slow kind of karaoke song like carosa said one is like a if it came on would you dance to it like no no what a feeling you i mean i dance to a lot but i probably would okay but I think, you know what, I I'll think I'm going to have to go with Total Eclipse of the Heart because I love a good dance tune. I love some music, but Total Eclipse of the Heart, I would have to 100% agree with Liz that when it does come on, you you forget that maybe you needed a cry today. You know what I mean? Like you kind of, like, it opens up your heart whether you like it or not. And I kind of love when songs do that. So that's my vote, finalist. Okay, two yeah, for yeah. Bonnie Tyler. Who? What about Danky? What do you say? Definitely Total Eclipse of the Heart. Stuff. like that's a, that's yeah. like amazing songwriting production i yeah. mean that shit will give you it will give you goosebumps like i should say it'll, it'll make you i'll make your ass cry do you think of this version or do you think of the version from i fucking need you more than ever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from i know it's like it's the dan from, band uh, old school old school, old school. Yeah, at the wedding oh, yeah uh, yeah no, and that is, I mean, the reason that's so funny is because that song is so earnestly emotional <laughs> yeah. that you can do that. And, but, oh, fuck, have you heard cool. a band play this song live since Old School came out? Everyone does the Dan Band version of it. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking yeah. need a lot you of more bands tonight. This. Yeah. It's like a wedding say, song. Okay, couple things. The song I was mm. thinking about before was Turn Around Bright Eyes. Uh, uh, where there's that thunder stuff happening at some point, uh, which Danky, yep, you nodding, you get it, you understand. We're moving on. Second thing, uh, flash dance. Let me tell you this every time I've thought about the song in my head, I've thought of Maniac, and I think I just wish it was Maniac. And I think <laughs> flash dance is just not a good song now that I think about it. Just, it should be just made. You know what? That song doesn't need to exist anymore. Uh, also, uh, that uh, 80s. I don't fucking care, dude. You're so anti this whole list that you're just like, no, cut it off, gone. No, 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 no. no. But total eclipse of the heart is just gorgeous. So Uh, clean, (laughs) clean sweep for Bonnie Tyler. I think so. Okay, Bonnie Tyler moves on. We're all of the same opinion on this. uh, This This is interesting. Feels good to be on a winning team. I'll tell you that once. Oh my god! (laughs) Famously, Carosa, whatever song he likes on here, never wins. People turn on him every show. Crows will go, I think, and then everybody will go, surely that's wrong. He's 31. No, that's not how it goes. Everybody comes in being like, I know what I like and whatever. And then I go, I don't get it. You guys are fucking stupid crazy. And then, you know. I think it's better if they turn on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not true. Not our sweet little baby boy, Mikey. Okay, the two versus you seven. Listen to more Callous Dow Boys. Anyway, go oh, my ahead. God. I do not like the Callous Dow Boys. You have sh- tried to get me to You're listen wrong. to that. I don't like it's Cookie incredible. Monster Metal. Okay. Uh, I love it. The number two versus seven. Billie Jean okay. somehow it was the second biggest song of 1983. Insane. Insane. Billie Under Jean. Under every breath you take, though. Yeah. Under every breath you take. Yeah, it's weird. Versus uh, yeah. Man Eater by Hollow Notes. Is everybody familiar with Man Eater? Yeah, I, I think I thought I, I knew Man Eater, but I don't think I do know it. I yeah, can to- we get a reminder of how Man Eater goes? Oh, here she comes. Watch out, oh, boys. She'll you chew okay. you up. I do know. I do know. <laughs> oh, so Thank it's Man Eater. That's Nelly Furtado, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that's where my he, mind went. And I was like, that yeah, kid, yeah, no, Canadian she's not 80s. 
<laughs> Man Eater feels like a '50s song almost. Like, yeah, uh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Well, the Nelly Nelly like, oh, looks a lot like Courtney Gilmore. Just for those listening, everybody was like '50s. That was their whole vibe. That was their whole thing. All notes. Yeah, they're like blue-eyed soul, like through and through. So like, it mm-hmm. sounds like it's from the '50s, which was big in the '80s. You know, that, that is true. No, that's I guess that's true. Yeah, the Beach Boys came back big in the eighties. Yeah. The oh, they were more sixties, but yeah, yeah, Billy Joel. It sounded like it was thirty yeah. years old. I, I like mean, the old time know, rock and roll. The eighties were very mm-hmm. much like the. Yeah, that I makes mean, sense. Getting something like Rich Girl out in that air, like it, you know, yeah, very that's old sounding. They were genius. They rhymed Rich Girl with Bitch Girl. <laughs> Dude, I tell but you it, what. it was i mean it painted a picture you knew who she you knew who they were talking you knew, about you, knew. you know that you, knew. you know her there's not you a lot of good things to rhyme with rich girl witch girl <laughs> girl snitch girl snitch. Like, you gave me an itch girl there's not, yeah, there's not a lot of good <laughs> when you're going you're a rich girl and it's like oh the next thing he's saying is bad you're you're a you're a you're a lich girl, which means you're an undead entity who has your soul tethered to an item. Oh yeah, yeah. They, no, they should have done. that. They should have done that. Was... You're a lich girl, like... and I've got your phylactery here, and it's here because I'm gonna destroy it and and you forever. Is that a Magic yeah. the Gathering reference? Yeah, dude. What what do you think all of this is? What do you think I'm doing? I wrote like four articles today. I'm out of my mind. This is amazing. Is this what you do for a living? How do I get this job? Partially, dude. <laughs> How do I become I a poster? Of, I make some money. Magic the Gathering posting. Yes. Somebody. Who is Does anybody want to make a case for Hollow Notes? Oh, man. Not this song. Here's the thing. <laughs> Not this song. Okay. I which, think it's the yeah. wrong song. What's your ride or die hollow note song? What's my I think Rich Girl. Oh, okay, Rich, Rich Girl. Girl. Sure, or, sure, sure. Oh, uh, you make my dreams come true. You make my dreams come That's true. That's a that is a banger. What I want. That's a Rihanna song right there. That's <laughs> it's, it's the perfect it's such a good I little, it's like yeah i'd i'd rather i if that was the song or if rich girl or there, there's so many hollow notes songs that i would take over man eater okay it's like a weird it's weirdly yeah, sinister for them too like it's in a minor key like i don't yeah i don't know i'm not into it man eater is not for me and, but then again, never had Billie a chance Jean, against billy jean in fairness billy jean's just personally the most iconic. i'll take over billy Billie Jean's is just a song I just never ever need to hear again in my entire life. Ooh. It's worn out. It is worn out the rug. I'm done with it. I'm done with Billie Jean. Is it because of the message, or you don't like the tune? What is the message? Billie Jean is not my lover. She's just a girl who says that I. This is like a Maury Povich show to a good beat. In fairness, yeah, yeah. right? But I'm still voting for it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna. Man, I'm also. Of, I agree that I'm so sick of Billie Jean, but I am gonna vote it because I like it over Manny. Undeniable. I'm, I'm on the same page. I'm. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm tired of it. But Maneater's just a wrong song. Okay. Billie Jean, you're telling me. Okay, hold on a second. There is a moment in Billie Jean that wins this entirely because he, it's who? people all the time. Oh. That's the moment. You take that moment. You're like, oh my god. This is Michael Jackson. That baseline is iconic. Of course, it deserves the praise it got, but it's been so long. It's a 40-year-old song that I still hear 
too much. This is him. With the... Just for the record, nobody ever told Michael Jackson to not break any girls' hearts. Right where I'm saying, no. no one, no one gave him that advice. But it was the gray line. People gray didn't line. always tell him. <laughs> no, 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 no. I like, mean, be, Michael care- be careful who you what love. Advice here, okay? People did what? tell him, "Be careful who you love." People did tell him that. Fair, oh, fair. But, but just not in the he, way that we expected who, it to mean. He, he, he set for he set forward <laughs> gaslighting culture four hundred years. He created <laughs> gaslighting. He fucking was Billy Jean's lover. That was his kid. He was full of shit, and of course, all the other garbage on top of that. I have a Michael Jackson pedophile joke on my album because I'm a, I'm a bad comedian. Uh, okay, Michael Jackson. Moves I will on. say this. Speaking of Maury, Maury Povich, just before we got a little mention of him, Skylar Higley posted a while back about Maury, and he's just so funny. He's just Skylar Higley again, getting there some shine. Go. I love the guy. He's so funny. He's so great. So funny. By the way, uh, Maury Povich's father, famous baseball announcer in the, I don't know when, Shirley Povich, his dad's name was Shirley. Oh, I well, love it. Yeah. And don't and don't call me. Yeah, well, surely you mean blah blah blah. Yeah, <laughs> and call me Mr. Povich. Surely is my name. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the next round we got the eight versus five. Baby, come to me. Patty Austin, James Ingram, the most seventies song to happen in nineteen eighty three. Beautiful. Versus, beat it by Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Who who went to, to try to say Patty Austin and James Ingram are taking Michael Jackson in this one? I'm just saying I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, I like beat it. I like I mean I, as much as there's all kind of obviously stuff with Michael Jackson, the, the beats, the tunes, I can't it's undeniable. My body reacts, you know. But in this moment, I'm kinda like I'm all about baby come to me right now. I agree. Oh I I I'm like this. You. I like this a lot. It's just kind of like, what? Is, what do you want from me? You got you like, you, oh look, we got the solo from that guy again. Like I don't know, Van Halen right now. That guy. You telling me yes, that guy. You know, whatever. I was born in '91. You think I give you, a shit? You don't know who Eddie Van Halen is? Which one's Eddie? This was, oh, oh yeah, this was 1983, <laughs> my senior year of college. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but hold on a second. Let me just let me just say. We hear the solo. We get the song. We it's it's gonna be stuck in your head for weeks, sure. But you're telling like, baby, come to me. That chorus hits, and I'm like, man, today's good. Like, <laughs> hey, like I'm having a night. Beat it. I'm like I'm gripping the steering wheel too tight. You know, like I'm not I'm not having a great time. <laughs> this is great. come to me. I'm like, you know what? Let this guy merge. Yes, I kind of feel like I'm feeling like Michael Jackson's got so many banging hits that I'm like. Let's give this to somebody else who like there. You know, this is a this. Is a I good like tip. this a lot. An underdog. We're going. We're going. Yeah. Uh, two people for an underdog. I like this. I just heard <laughs> when we when you mentioned both it. songs. Yeah, of course, you, of course, you are. And I already mullet over here. <laughs> a Canadian dissing a mullet. I don't think that's okay. Oh come yeah. on! It's not oh. part of our identity or nothing. I'm from the French part. Well, yeah, that yeah. doesn't help my case. That doesn't. You know, help. Exactly. You just have a whole other, a whole other ball of wax. <laughs> Next thing, I'm gonna... <laughs> Liz. What are you I'm saying? Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna to make you be the tiebreaker. I'm oh. gonna go beat it. Oh fuck! That's why. Just to Wait, keep no, things no. interesting. I want to hear, hear what you really think on this, Liz. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm a little bit. <laughs> 
Don't let like, them take your confidence. What do you think? Yeah, this is just, no wrong answer. I don't know. I think like if I'm at a wedding, like as much as I'm sick of beat it, like I'm still going to like give yeah. it my all. Dance yeah. floor. May, I, may I ask? May I ask? What wedding are you at where the DJ is playing "Beat It" over any of Michael's other hits? Excuse me, I don't think that's coming on at a wedding. I've literally been to every wedding. Yeah, I would have to say, Mike, you're very wrong on that. "Beat It" where it plays at. I used to be a wedding planner. I, there's almost no weddings. That it didn't it's like, like you can't. Decide. Michael Jackson. This song so played at my weddings. wedding. It played at my yeah. wedding for <laughs> sure. They're not playing, uh, you know, black or white. They're, I mean, "Beat It." It's like PYT. PYT, yeah. don't stop till you get enough. Yeah. There's so much earlier, Michael, that gets so much more shine than this. I want to rock with you. I've never been to a wedding that plays rock less than you. five Michael Jackson yeah, yeah. songs he gets also. It. He gets on every, before every break, Michael's in there. You know that. Yeah. Yeah, but not beat it. Who's playing yeah. beat it at the wedding? Like, what do are you doing? Do you want doing? names? I stood up for like 17 <laughs> weddings last year. Liz, I'll send you the I invites. Names. We are just meeting you guys. I said we were a fun wedding table, and this is what I mean. I write them down. Come on, <laughs> give me the names. He's going to do his due diligence and call these people and be like, hi, uh, Mike Drossi, Eric Comedian. Uh, Can I get your wedding, DJ? Rose is trying to get, he's trying to get, he's trying to get disinvited from every wedding in the Chicagoland area. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to come to Chicago. <laughs> well, not with that attitude. Yeah. No, I'm going to a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so I am the tiebreaker. Okay. Yeah. As much as I want baby come to me to to win Don't and be in the this. finals. Don't do this, he says. <laughs> I have never heard the song until this morning when I listened to it. Beat it has to go into the finals. So I'm going I'm mad at it. Listen to your it. hips, yeah. Mike. Listen to the chorus and then listen to your hips. <laughs> if anybody's mad at me right now, I listen, I can be oh. talked out of this in the next few seconds, but no, uh, you can't. <laughs> no, because you're, you're fairly assessing the reality of the situation, Mike. And, oh, uh, Mike's taking his shirt off. Oh, no. It's, it's over. It's over. <laughs> He's trying to intimidate you. <laughs> I do feel intimidated. I do feel intimidated. Listen, Billy Jean is not my lover behavior out of Mike. <laughs> we do I have. An, it was the... Okay, we do have another Michael Jackson song in the next matchup. Yes, we do. We do. And I don't necessarily think it should be Jackson v. Jackson in the finals. However, that is very fun. Yeah. But Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler versus. versus. Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. I'm going to go Total Eclipse of the Heart. There you go. Same. Whoa. Same. The Canadians who voted against Beat It, what do you What do you two, what does this tag team say? I Wait. think it's, it, look, it, I don't know. I don't know. That's a I tough think, one. Yeah, this is difficult. I also feel like I can't vote against Michael Jackson twice. <laughs> See, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at right now. I was yeah. just thinking the exact same thing. But if that's how I'm thinking, then it means that I'm voting for Total Eclipse of the Heart. We must, we must travel oh with heart. our hearts leading us through the darkness, okay? Sure. So, and I feel like Billie Jean is a great song that I jam out to and I, I enjoy dancing to. But in this moment, I think we all need a Total Eclipse of the Heart. But you know what? Hold on a second. There's Aisha, nothing you this. can do. Let's do this. Let's yeah. do this really quick. Let's do this really quick. Sidebar with Aisha, just a second. Okay, you know how like you know how like Liz and and Banky made Mike uh, the tiebreaker. The same thing right here, and we know how he's gonna leave. Oh fuck! And and then and then guess what? Where's our integrity? Am I right? We're playing a game. 
Right? You know what I'm talking about? What I didn't come here to make well, friends. I came here to win. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. I'm going to put him in that position. Okay? I'm going to fly. I'm losing here right here. Okay? It's a clean sweep. Total eclipse. Social justice necklace. And right underneath these delicious top dogs lay the heart. It's a clean sweep. Total eclipse of the heart goes to the finals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Versus, okay, so the finals for 1983. Beat It by Michael Jackson, featuring Eddie Van Halen, versus that guy. Both dead. Versus <laughs> Total Eclipse. I don't know if Bonnie Tyler is alive or not. Versus Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. Who wants to make an argument for the gloved wow. one, as they used to call him in the 80s? I'm not going to vote for two dead guys. <laughs> That's how I frame it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I decide to go for it. Uh, two dead guys. <laughs> you can, the most you can, even if you put this ever... up. If you put this up against their two most famous sort of parody versions, the Dan Band version versus the Weird Al version. Beat it, yeah. I think beat it. So beat it wins. Get yourself an egg and beat it. Yeah. <laughs> he says beat Weird House says beat it. Yeah. In, yeah. <laughs> Have a yeah, banana. Goes, I... Have a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> something, something, dinner or lunch. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just eat it. Yeah. Yes. There we go. It's been, a, it's been a while since I revisited eat it, but. Um, How about Yoda? When's the last time you fucked with Yoda? <sighs> I mean. Okay. Y O D A Yoda. Yeah, I hear yeah. it immediately as I you met him it, in the but... swamp down in Dago <laughs> where it bubbles all the time like a giant spot. Yeah, What's no. this a parody of? Lola. Hello. Mike Carosa, your inability to listen to music created before your time is right? a stunt. Hey, man. It's hey really man. breathtaking. Yeah, it's I've it's never no been excuse because so... I was born I listen... in the 90s also. Oh, check this one out. Mike Carosa. Nobody likes this. Nobody likes this. Hey, man. You know what? Were your parents in the country? What were they listening to that you never heard? My dad's an immigrant. He made me listen to stuff that I didn't understand the language for. Okay, uh, that, but that's also a lot of Queen and Carlos Santana. So, but then, yeah, which also coincidentally languages. I yeah, I, I was gonna say like, what did what does Oye Como Va mean to you? It means everything. Okay, my dad. <laughs> I'll say I'll say this: you got to listen to more Dallas Cowboys. That's what you got to do. Okay, yeah, you I'm gonna blame. <laughs> but do you speak Italian? Not much. Uh, like enough to speak, get mad in Italian. You speak Italian, French, and English? Quando, quando, yeah. quando, quando. That's when, 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 when. Oh, Liz, who are you yeah. voting for? Uh, total Eclipse of the Heart. What do you I want to plug? What, what do you want to plug? I, uh, nothing special. Just follow me on my. Bitch and uh, Purge? B oh, Bitch and Purge. First Monday of the month at the North End in Hollywood. And um, follow me at Liz Zagoni or on Twitter at Jizamboni. Everyone loved that last time. Jizamboni. Uh, people said Jizamboni yeah. and and messages. Yes. To, listeners love Jizamboni. Yeah, that's funny. Thank you. What an incredible handle! Wow, that's Fuck. that's glitter cheese level of fun. Is that is that <laughs> Traeger? 
Lisa, that's yeah. sugar. Okay. Glitter cheese and jizz Zamboni. Who is saying? Okay, so Liz is a. Uh, okay, I have to tip. Thank you so much, guys. Nice, nice to meet Hi. you. Okay. Who is saying? So she said, "Total Eclipse of the Heart." Who the heart? Yeah. I said. Who wants to say Bonnie Tyler? Also, I am also going to say Bonnie Tyler. I think, I I just I don't like beat it that much. Danky, what are you saying? For me, it's really hard because I want to say um, Total Eclipse of the Heart, but I wouldn't mean it. (laughs) I'm kind of, I'm a big Michael detractor at this point, but Beat It is fucking insane. Like, it. Do you think it's better than. Do you think Beat It is better than Billie Jean? No. Personally, yeah, I I really do. I think it, I think it's hard fire. I I just think Beat It is like nasty. I I love it. Okay, I get that back from Beat It. <clears throat> Billy Jean, Billy Jean is unfortunately kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah. In, in hindsight, yeah, that in when I was still in middle school, so it's like my whole <laughs> life I've been like this guy's kind of a creep. All the creepy shit comes out of his music, and you kind of can't deny it. But um, yeah, PYT is especially it, creepy, even though it's like the, to me, the best song. But such a good beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So amazing. But Aisha, what are you saying? Doctor? Here's the thing. I. Here comes a big wind up. I like all these. <laughs> um, Total Eclipse of My Heart has sort of taken over me in this tournament all right i'm just gonna i'm just gonna put that out there it has really created a lot of passion in me and made me have a lot of life changes i may after this do a whole vision board that's just about total eclipse of the heart wow but when it comes down to it in this very moment what i have to ask myself is if someone asks me hey hey you know when you're doing that 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 show and who won the thing like what were the two finalists and who won I won't be able to live with myself if I say that I voted for Beat It to beat Total Eclipse of the Heart. Just because of the longevity and the like, everybody knows it, every kid knows it, you can dance to it. It plays like, I'm just not sure I can get behind it. But I do, but I, it's so hard for me to say that because like, I'm probably going to play Total Eclipse of, a, of the Heart after this because I miss it. Like, I miss that song right now. You know what I mean? But I think I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm, for my own integrity, for life integrity, I think I'm gonna have to vote for Beat It. Is it two to two? Okay. So what if it's the Fallout Boy version of Beat It with John Mayer? <laughs> well, see now that's a now that's horrifying. <laughs> that's, let's talk about Weird Al. Patrick Stump can Al. sing. What okay? if it's the Alien Ant Farm version of Smooth Criminal? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> He plays his baseball up here. It's crazy. <laughs> so what is it? So Carozas said, "Total, it's a total, tie, buddy. It's a you tie. Break this. God. Also, sidebar: I don't like parody music so much, but man, Weird Al is fucking good. That dude fucking slays shit. Can man. I tell you something? A lot of his songs when I was a kid listening to Weird Al, I didn't know the original version. I just <laughs> knew he was goofing on parents, and I liked that aspect of it. Of that. course. So his. His turnaround on just destroying, and I love Nirvana. They're probably my favorite band. But like his his song, fucking with that song, 
was just like, well, you you got to give it to him, right? He's not wrong. <laughs> when he did like, when he did word crimes, I was like, oh my god, he did it again. He did it again. He's he's incredible. Did uh, you guys ever see the movie UHF? Yes, with oh, Michael yes. Richards. Can I just I, say I, to this day? I still talk about the spatula store commercial. Spatula City. Oh my God. I, I, I still think it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And Carosa, oh, I know dude. you're like, what are they talking about? You got to go watch this movie. Oh my God, Carosa. I, I don't, mean, I don't it know if it's really great. It has come up. I'll say it's at this point, it is merely a matter of like when I'm sitting down to watch something, it doesn't come to mind, but it fair. has been something like you will love this. You especially, you should have this on your radar. And it's like, I'm aware of it. It's just a lot of fun. And it's kind of like a, holy shit. How did this get made type of thing as yeah. well? That's I'm, you know what I'm going to do as the tiebreaker. I'm going to say beat it. Barely made it to the finals. I'm going to say that there's more passion behind Bonnie Tyler. Mm-hmm. I see all of the arguments but it is two dead guys. So the winner for 1983, yeah, <laughs> Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. I'm letting Aisha off the hook. Guess what won? And it wasn't her fault, even though. <laughs> <laughs> the Beyonce Rihanna thing. I couldn't be held accountable for these There you go. I mean, gun to your head is what happened here. The winner. Uh, my, by by my the way. I, not her yeah, yeah. I, was, I felt like I was voting purely from the truth of like <laughs> reality reality based okay yeah it, it's not In even up to if it's a better <laughs> song or a more impactful song like in 1983 call it 1980s like beat it is like it's up there totally clips really? of the heart is maybe not up there and i love it Danky, I thought when you just said the Nirvana thing, it reminded me I do have Nirvana Nevermind right here behind me. And then I added this week, I added the Griffey thing because, yeah. uh, um, yes, sir. When I when I wrote that joke, the, my Griffey joke the first time, you were who I had in mind. I think I, I texted you first that I was about to become friends with Ken Griffey Jr. So that is a Danky based joke. <laughs> yes. And then. <laughs> This week, I got home from a show, yeah. and at like at twelve forty a.m. West Coast time, Ken Griffey Jr. wrote fucking like five laugh emojis on my joke about him. Yeah, it's the single greatest thing that's ever happened to me, and I have call your wife. <laughs> She's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Are but... you actually going to meet him now? I think that no, I'm going to be best friends with him now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. He introduces you on your next special. <laughs> Doubt if he comes out. Amazing. <laughs> and he's like, please welcome my best friend. And then he's. <laughs> okay. Who has plugs? Danky, where do you want people to find you? Oh, f- check me out on a social media. I'm on. On Twitter and uh, TikTok and Instagram. Drew Barrymore and... show. <laughs> yeah, t- check out my Drew Barrymore appearance. It's very insane. Um, uh, listen to my old album. I'm gonna release my next album later this year. So yes. check, look. Yeah, I wanted you to break news on that new Danky album. I was gonna say every time I've heard, I've thought of Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. It reminded me of Hunk on Dank by Paul Danky. 
Yeah, I don't think it didn't go unnoticed, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> unintentional. I know. No. Unintentional. <laughs> no, it, it's just it's a funny happenstance. I've been so, copying no. a lot of Paul Danke's moves lately, so I would see how you would uh, think that was real. Next time we see you, you're going to have a mullet. We all get it. I think okay. it's a great look. I am going to copy that. It actually looks amazing. I love it. I love this hair. I mean, he you makes it look cool. This is better than whatever I have. Yeah. People just keep accepting it in a way that is very. I've never had a mullet, even as a child, even when it was Shocking. appropriate, appropriate to have. But now it's very funny because it it has uh, maybe never made me more unrecognizable. People walk right up to me and don't recognize me, and I really love that. Oh, <laughs> in, incognito mullet. They're like, well, whoever this guy, he's. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, it looks good on you, buddy. It looks good on you, but you know, I I will say when I I picture old old school Danky, that uh, the mayor of Comedy City at the late late breakfast in Omaha, Nebraska, I'm thinking Pretty Boy Danky, clean shave, fucking clean. Oh, I for sure met a clean shave, baby. I'm for sure met a clean shave, Dank. Yeah, you definitely did. That was well. That was a long time ago, guys. I'll tell you what he would do. He'd open by going, "Hi, hi, hi." Hi, hi. I, I still do that. <laughs> I like that bit. <laughs> okay, Aisha, where do you want people to find you? Um, my home address, which is oh, I'm just kidding. Um, give it, no. give it. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think also my social media at Aisha Alpha with an F, not a PH. Although, thank you, I am an alpha dog. There you go. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to be on your show next. Yes next week um yes you are yeah but they i mean if you go on my social media you can find out everything you need to know about me when my shows are what my album mm-hmm. clips are because i put it out during the pandemic and now i'm just finally getting clips out Ooh, very, very relevant information i'm pregnant well not anymore now i have to you know have to change, <laughs> that. change that but uh yeah but um yeah my social media is where it all is instagram's my where i go the most so yeah Chad Damiani, Brian Cook, Jay Washington, Nick Vatterat, Aisha Alpha, Bianca Cristovallo on the 1st of February. On March 1st, Paul Danke, Sam Wiles, Lynn Molly, Aristotle Atari, Ellen Harold. Thank you, everybody. That's okay. Great. Mike Carrozza, when are you coming to L.A. to do my shows? Well, excellent question. I'm actually going to be, when this drops, I'm going to be in San Francisco. Uh, well, that's doing, just a five-hour uh, drive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make I'll make the trip. <laughs> uh, I am I'm gonna be at the SF Sketch Fest. Uh, the weekend this is out uh, tonight. If you listen to this on Friday, I'm doing a movie interruption with Doug Benson oh. and uh, Arden Marine, Chad Opitz, and uh, Oscar Nunez of The Office. Oh yeah, he's a nice uh, guy. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm also doing uh, set the Saturday and then on Sunday I'm doing Arden Marine's podcast about the bachelor called will you accept this rose nice. um, so uh-huh. catch me on all those shows at Sketchfest. catch me out there I'll, I'll be around and uh, check out my Twitter at my Carrozza M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A uh, my album Cherubic my podcast we didn't get a rose and I love you Carrozza always has the longest credits in <laughs> America I feel like it's not even been that long. <laughs> also, also, wait a minute. Why was it ZZ? 
Okay. Because you are Canadian. I've assimilated you can to the American audience that pays me better than the Canadian. Oh. Ones. I want to hear you go ZZ or ZZ next time. No Just chance. No way. Okay. Yeah. No, thank you. you I've already age. given up on the proper pronunciation of my last name. I think I'm done with saying Z. It's not <laughs> happening. What's the proper pronunciation of your last name? Carozza. Yeah. Michael Carozza. It's no, and it's a no from me. Thank you. But everybody way, knows that two Z's has a, it makes a T sound. Mike Piazza, pepperoni pizza. pizza. They they know that, but it also is it 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 makes some people go carazza when they do it, and I don't like that. Or like the Caro, Carozza just gives less expectation of hey, this guy's gonna come up here and do Italian jokes because I'm not gonna do that. Fair. I want to. So I don't. I don't want that. I don't want to get up on stage and people be like, "Ooh, no, we're gonna hear about his nonna," and I'll be like, "No, I want to talk about uh, flower shops for some reason." <laughs> I like it. I've been calling you the Dino Bravo of comedy. That is a professional Italian wrestler from Quebec. Everybody, that is. Oh. That's what I've been calling you. Look it up. He... I love being the something of something. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, this will be out Friday. Thank you guys very much. It was a fun wedding table, and everybody made new friends. Absolutely. All right. I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Yeah. That is Aisha, Mike, Paul, and Liz. Thank you for listening. Buy my album, I Desperately Need Money. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan.